Welcome to another episode of Dating Intentionally. I'm Talia, your host, and if you're new to the show, I created this podcast to help you date with confidence while staying true to your values so you can find an amazing match and get into a secure long-term relationship. This episode is a little bonus for you. It's the season of gift giving and holiday shopping deals, and I know how stressful this time can be for folks who are newly dating or have been in a relationship for years, or even if you're not dating and you're just giving gifts. This is my second holiday season in a relationship, and I'm the kind of person who starts gift shopping immediately after Halloween. I like to start with gift guides online for inspiration. And while scrolling through these guides, I thought, do guys actually like these gifts? I got to ask this exact question to my brother, Alex, who's a 29-year-old straight dude who's been in a few relationships, and he can give me some insight into receiving gifts from girlfriends over the years. In our discussion, we got into what makes a good gift versus a bad one, different ways to make even the simplest and smallest gift memorable and thoughtful, and we talked about some of the worst gifts that you've ever received that you guys submitted to me on Instagram at the end. I was honestly blown away by Alex's approach to giving gifts, and I think after listening to his approach, you're going to be able to level up your gift-giving game a lot no matter who's on the receiving end. Let's get into it. Welcome, Alex. I'm so excited to have you on. You're my first family guest, maybe my only family guest in the show. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see if you pass. Love that. Happy to be here. Yay. Okay. So today we're talking about gifting. It is the season of gift giving. And I think this can get really tricky in relationships, especially in early dating. Even like when you've been dating someone for years and years, it can be like a huge pain point. So why don't you tell us a little bit, just really quick overview. How many relationships have you been in? Just uh, I've been in three or four longer term relationships. Uh, one that was several years uh, and obviously also been single in between. Yes. So you know the drill. You've seen all the sides. You've given gifts. You've received gifts. Absolutely. Uh, I think that, you know, there are different stages of, of relationships, whether you've just met someone on the holidays coming up or you've been together for a while. Uh, you know, I think you have to take a different approach to uh, what a good gift would be, but I've, I've definitely seen it all. And uh, I consider myself to be relatively good at the, during the gift giving season. Yeah, I would say as your sister, I agree. I love passing back and forth an Amazon gift card. No, I'm kidding. You actually... <laughs> <laughs> You do actually, you do give good gifts. So, okay. Well, I wanted to bring you on because whenever I'm shopping for like a man in my life, I look online like gift guides for my dad or my boyfriend or like my grandpa or whatever. You know what I mean? And I'm always like, do guys actually want this? And why is every gift guide the same? So I kind of wanted to go through one of these guides with you and just pitch you ideas. And I want you to let, let me know, like, honestly, if you receive this gift from a girlfriend what would you think? Okay. Totally. Uh, and that, that, that sounds really fun. I also just want to say, I think that a lot of gift receiving also uh, depends on context, right? Every guy has different interests. Every relationship has different inside jokes, et cetera. So I do believe a lot of this is going to be through the lens of, you know, uh, putting myself in the shoes of someone receiving this and why it might be a useful gift or why it might not be. Totally. And I agree. Yeah, it does come down to your interest. But I think a lot of guys are hard to buy for because they don't need stuff or they don't like they're just going to buy it for themselves. That's usually what I hear. Or or sometimes you just maybe it's so new that you don't really have anything yet. Definitely. Let's get into it. I'm looking at this this list of 43 best gifts for boyfriends in 2023 from Self Magazine. 
And I'm just going to shout out some of these things. The second thing on this list is this weird pair of slippers from North Face that are very puffy. Are slippers a good gift for a boyfriend? I think that if the you and the boyfriend have had a kind of cozy part of your relationship where it's about, you know, hanging out, being comfy, you guys like to do popcorn nights, etc. Giving that gift and putting it in that context of you wanting to be comfy during your movie nights in can work. I think just handing a guy some slippers and saying, enjoy, if he's not a slipper person, uh, is just not really going to be us and it lands. That's so true. Like any gift out of context is going to be like, what? I love it. I love the, the context is very true. Okay, here's one. If someone gave you on this list, this is really on this list, a butane torch, how do you feel about that? Honestly, me? I'd take it. I would, I would, I would appreciate a butane torch. Now, for all those listening, uh, you have to recognize I have a shed full of tools. I own two lawnmowers. I don't need two lawnmowers. I have two lawnmowers. You know, having tools is like definitely up my alley. But I assume the person giving the gift knew that about me and was like, hey, I saw you don't light enough things on fire. Here's a butane torch. What would you use that for? You know, I'm actually not sure. But I imagine that if I got one, I'd think of projects to do with it and then present them back to my girlfriend being like, look what I did with the mutant torch that you got me. I feel like it would be like giving a young kid like finger paints, but instead of paints, it's fire. And uh, <laughs> uh, again, that's that's just me. If you live in a city or something, I don't recommend the butane torch. I think if you live in an urban environment, not a great fit. But if your boyfriend's a DIYer, likes to have projects, etc., Sure. Not top of my list, but I certainly wouldn't say what the hell. I love it. You're like considering the safety of this. I don't think Self Magazine did that, considering the safety. Also, this is $400. I think like we can talk about budget later, but that is a very pricey gift for one year in a relationship or something. Okay. This is coming up on a lot of gift lists this year. And I I haven't seen this before. Anybody just haven't noticed it is a bidet, like a bidet attachment to your for your toilet. What is that saying to you? Like you receive, you open up the box and out comes a bidet. <laughs> I think that if you're deep, deep in a relationship several years to the point where you guys have, have very, very regular conversations about bowel movements, then sure. But I think anything before that, not a gift to receive. I think that it's, you know, the equivalent of saying to your boyfriend, hey, I think you're smelly. Or hey, I've seen your skid marks. yeah so uh i'd say stick away from those kinds of products uh uh, you know really functional ones i think just in general if we talk about like you know things that are really about uh, achieving kind of daily routine things like cleanliness are exactly fall into the camp of things guys would buy for themselves you know unless the guy has stated oh i use a beard trimmer but i really want to get this nice one it would really mean a lot to me because i care i want i want to get into you know sculpting my beard is, is a thing I really care about, then sure. But if it's just like, hey, here's a Q-tip holder. Like, that's not really a thing that a guy wants for a holiday. It doesn't feel exciting. Right. It doesn't feel good to open. It's like, I can use this, but this isn't what I'm... This I'm not grateful to you on a personal level because of this. This Target can provide this for me too. Right. So basically, don't shop at Target. You heard it here first. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Target's great. I'm just suggesting yeah. <laughs> items that are meant for a daily routine uh, mo- guys get for themselves it's like why well, have a girlfriend when there's target you know <laughs> i could just go get it myself I just think it's- <laughs> you're right that's that's the answer a little bit of ky jelly and uh and nothing else <laughs> <laughs> you're right though i think i do think it's like you do have to listen to what your partner is saying and about and also like what they care about i mean 
you i'm looking you have a beard if you received any beard grooming like again more randomly like assuming you're not talking about this but like beard grooming stuff is on all of these lists so like if you got that how would you receive it Honestly, I'd feel pretty neutral about it. Um, there was a time years ago when I was learning how to take care of my beard, where I was looking at different balms and different, you know, razors, etc. Where if I, my girlfriend heard me talking about that, I would have been so grateful that she was listening and, and that she, I felt, I feel heard, right, and mm-hmm. thought of. But just out of nowhere, receiving, you know, a uh, a beard oil, I'd be like, you've got to know more about me than the fact that I have a beard, because frankly, everyone else in the street knows that about me. It's not personal. Everyone knows I have a beard. So, like, you've got to go a little better. Let's do some things that are inside this relationship. I love what you said. Like, basically, when you're receiving a gift, you want to feel heard and seen, right? That's basically what it is. It's like you've said something or expressed an interest in something, and then your partner has internalized that and, like, produced a present based on that. Very true. And it could be – yeah, it doesn't have to be big. Like, you don't have to have a big uh, gesture to show that you're listening to your partner. Totally, which is why I think that these, as I look through this list and I hear the ones that you're calling out, I think that uh, it doesn't make sense to go through this list, find something that just, you know, is in your price range and say, that's the one because this website says they'll like it. I think I'd use this list more as inspiration and kind of think to myself, oh, have any of these things been something that my partner or my the person I've been seeing uh, has talked about in any shape or form that I can kind of mold into a story of why I think this gift is a good one for them? Because it is really about the context, it's about the why. Yes, 100%. I do. I agree that I use these gifts, this uh, these lists as inspiration. But I'm always like, really, they're always the same. So it's to me, it's like, why are we still making these? But also, I know why because I have to sell this stuff. <laughs> I'm also seeing massage guns on these lists. And what, when I think about it, giving a massage gun, it's like, I don't want to give you a massage anymore. Here's a massage gun. I don't know. What do you think? I, I know that there are some people that are uh, really af- athletic and uh, and have a self-care routine around stretching, et cetera, where a Theragun or something similar is, is part of the routine they want to create. So again, if that's something that your partner is specifically into, then I think it can make sense as a gift. As a gift. But just saying, hey, the average person likes to be touched. Let me replace myself with a machine. You know, I don't think that makes the, the the best gift possible just because it's it's you know if your price range is a hundred or two hundred bucks or something if that's what those cost. Just saying, ah, it fits in there. Let's do that. I don't think that that's the right. Uh, the right way to approach it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's yeah, it just depends on what their interests are. On this list, there are a lot of like, there are. I'm looking at this list. There are a lot of razors, and I'm just like, can't imagine giving a guy a pack of razors. I think that. I want my partner, my girlfriend, the people I'm seeing to be different than Dollar Shave Club and all the ads that are out there. I think there are things that like the commercial world consumerism can't provide to me. And that's what I have relationships for, right? Uh, The things that I can buy are things that I will buy, but relationships are meant to go beyond that. They're meant to evoke emotion, connection, et cetera. And if you can't connect over razors, and maybe you can because you have an inside joke or something, but for those that don't, you know why give this gift? You might as well hand them 20 bucks and say, nice knowing you. (laughs) That could be a better (laughs) gift. What do you think about subscription boxes as gifts for men? I think they're great if they fit the person's interest. It it really all comes down to that. I'm always worried about giving a subscription box, especially when, because there's usually stuff in these boxes that like you can accumulate all this like 
these little samples and like little chachi things that you don't actually need. And then it's like giving them more clutter to deal with. I think that's totally right. I, and when I and now that you say it, I think that uh, I would definitely amend my answer to say I feel like consumables are are really good. So f- foods, drinks, etc. Because then you get to enjoy them together. You can again. I've heard and said, oh. Our first date, you talked about how much you're a red wine person or a whiskey person. So I got you three months of trying these things. And after those three months, it's over. They don't have to think about mm-hmm. it. The bottles get you know put in recycling, et cetera. Maybe they save one. I think that these boxes can make a lot of sense if we look more at consumables, things like chocolates, wine, whiskey, et cetera, especially if the person has stated they have a specific interest in that thing. Oh, I love red wines. I went to Napa last year, learned so much about them. I've been trying to try more places. You guys have gone to a wine bar for one or two you know dates. Great, great example of a gift where it's, I heard you, you're seen, and here's a gift that that that, that marks that recognition of your interests and, and what we've done together. And then if the person drinks the wine, they don't have to sit around with all this stuff around their apartment half finished. They can recycle those bottles, keep one for sentimental reasons. And uh, and that's the gift. That, that, that feels really good to me, I think. But I think, yeah, one of these things of like a men's box of a couple of, it's a, it's a, a pocket square and a and a wristwatch strap and you know uh, cufflinks and maybe like a half a perfume <laughs> bottle or something like it just doesn't it just doesn't really land because like what do I do with these they're so specific they're not specific to me that doesn't feel as good yeah and almost like it'd be worth it to cre- like for someone to create their own box to give to their boyfriend like just a one time like a like a personalized like box of little things you know that would that would be a fun gift I think. I love that. And, and, you know, I've given a version of that gift before where it's like I'm collecting over the months of knowing someone, little things about them they enjoy. Maybe it's a, a bakery they love and maybe it's a, uh, a bottle of wine they, they, they mentioned or a type of wine they mentioned. Or maybe it's uh, a, a piece of clothing that they've you know really appreciated or showed me at one point. And putting all those things into one box and letting it kind of be like a cornucopia of, of like how I thought of you <laughs> and that I think of you is, I think, a really fun thing and a great thing to unbox because the unboxing matters too, right? It's not like just throwing, you know, a Nordstrom bag at someone being like, happy fucking Christmas, you know? Like, it's it's uh, that, 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 that experience of opening and showing the thought is, is a big part of it too. Okay, you've been my brother for like, how old are you, 29 years? And I didn't know you were such a thoughtful, like, I didn't, like, the, the boxing, the unwrapping, I didn't know you thought think about that. <laughs> Just because I'm bad at wrapping gifts doesn't mean I'm not thoughtful about it. Yeah. As an example, <laughs> as an example, uh, you know, I, I recently got out of a long-term relationship, and uh, last year for Christmas, uh, I got her a couple of gifts in this kind of same uh, idea of, of kind of putting a box together, and she loves escape rooms. It's something we did a ton together. And so when I wrapped this gift, I actually made the entire unboxing experience its own escape room. So there was multiple boxes inside of each other with little locks and uh, and notes on it with clues to each thing. And at some point, there was like a decoder light that, you know, saw like, you know, invisible <laughs> ink and things like that. And it took me, you know, a couple of hours to build this box. But I'd say that the box was just as appreciated as the gift itself. And frankly, it cost me like 25 bucks to make the whole thing off of a couple little Amazon uh, bits and bobs and things from the house. But, uh, but it really showed intent, it showed care. And uh, I love and that. So I that. Yes, That's, I'm bad at these things from that. like, the actual look of it was terrible. But, uh, but it worked. You're definitely getting my gears turning about like how I can 
do this for Johnny. His birthday is coming up in two weeks. And then we have all the holidays and stuff. So you got me thinking. I would love to hear your thoughts on like different budgets for different stages of the relationship. Like if you've, let's just say someone is, is just getting into a relationship now. It's almost mid-November. So holidays are coming up. What should they be getting? Like what is an appropriate, you know, by the holidays you've been dating, what, two months maybe? What's appropriate sure. at that point? For me, early on in the relationship, it's all about the inside jokes. I hope that you've been, you know, laughing together and and really kind of getting that humorous side of connectivity with the with new partner. And because of that, there must be some things that spark reminders of that humor between the two of you. And I think those things can be really inexpensive. I, I think back to a friend of mine wears Crocs all the time. She wears Crocs all the time. And, uh, and her boyfriend went and bought a pinata and got a bunch of croc charms, like, you know, the things that you put in little holes of your crocs and put them in the oh pinata, this like mini pinata. And then she broke up with this pinata to find all these little charms for her crocs, which she wore some and some were just ridiculous. But like the laugh out of it, the memory of it was priceless, truly priceless. He probably spent sub $30, right? And I think that it's those kinds of things like dollars do not equate to value of a gift. Someone can buy me a standing desk as a gift, which will cost them a thousand bucks or something. Doesn't mean I want that gift for them. And just because I use my desk every day and, uh, and will think of them every time I use the desk, I wouldn't consider it a good gift. It's just a mm. thing that I now have. I think gifts, uh, you know, are something we, we kind of bestow upon people. It's a part of ourself and part of the relationship that we give to each other. And so uh, early on, budget-wise, I think that really challenge yourself to think about the inside jokes, little moments you want to remember for a while and make things that represent that, whether it's a card, whether it's a t-shirt or, you know, a mini experience, et cetera. You're reminding me, like, I just had, like, memory unlocked moment. I think in, in high school, the guy I was dating, we were obsessed with movies. Like, we just really wanted to watch a lot of classics. This was also, like, 2008. This is when movies were, like, it was, like, The Dark Knight. Like, you know, like, that whole era of movies that were really good. So I made him a scrapbook of, like, all the movies we watched and, like, some quotes and stuff. I don't know. I just thought that was, like, really fun. We watched so many. It was a thick scrapbook. I guess I kept track of them somehow. I don't know. As that, that's amazing. I mean, I think that like, again, it, it's a thought that goes into it, you know, in a similar vein, I had a gift where I was away for two weeks. And uh, they took my camper van and my dog met up with my friends and did a full day photo shoot in different locations and made a calendar out of it. So when I got home, I had this calendar, which at Costco cost, you know, 20, 30 bucks to make not an expensive amazing. gift, but they spent an afternoon with my friends hanging out with my dog with our dog sitting and, and made this thing that is a calendar from like 2019 that I still have on my desk. The dates don't match up to anything. It's a useless calendar functionally. But this amazing memory of just these special locations, my dog, my van, my friends, it all felt so, so special to me and so important. And that's the thing on my desk still, not the most expensive gift I've ever received. Right. That's incredible. That's an amazing idea. I love it. I love these like very cheap. You've listed off a couple affordable, like I don't want to say cheap, but you know what I mean? Affordable, low budget, memorable, thoughtful experiences and ideas. That's awesome. And yeah, I think you're right about inside jokes. I also think like if if it's someone new, you just started to date and you maybe it's like a month in. I think going back to that, something edible, consumable is always safe and appreciated. And something you can do together. Right. I think that doing things, if it's consumable, giving it some 
added context for how you're going to enjoy it together or that they can enjoy it with someone else. If you know that, let's just say they and their parents are really into something, you can you can just state that in the purpose of the gift. Giving the gift purpose, I think, is a big part of this too. So if you're going to go buy them a a, a great set of, of chocolates, et cetera, from around the world, talk about how you'd like to spend an evening walking to different restaurants, getting one dish and eat the chocolate afterward, one dish and, try, and try the food, the chocolate. You know, there's examples of ways you can take these gifts to the next level just by giving them their purpose. Yes. And yeah, I want to talk about experiences too, because I feel like that is what I hear like on in my DMs and in my community is like, people don't want to give material things. And I don't think the ideas that you've mentioned, the creative ones are that material, but you know, like the stuff on these lists, right. That are very just like, here's a massage gun or here's a razor. <laughs> so like, what do you think about experience gifts in terms of cooking classes, massages, like couples massage, or you know something like in that vein? I don't want to be that horse here, but I think that it all comes down to having listened to your partner and, and them having shown interest in things. So I wouldn't just throw a cooking class at a partner and say, hey, here's this thing that costs 150 bucks. Enjoy. Right. Rather, it's I know that you visited your family overseas in Italy last year and you're missing that food. So I got this, you know, pasta making class for you because I thought it might remind you of home. That's so much more meaningful than just saying, like, go learn how to make some pasta. Good luck. Yeah. Right. Again, giving giving context and working a gift, just that inch towards your partner really, really matters. I love it. Okay. I have a question. Just I'm just curious. My style with a partner is I send them a list of stuff I want. Oh, I know. I've received that list from you every yes. every year I receive that list from you uh, of things that you want for, for the holidays. I'm not that sentimental. I'm like, give me my Lululemon my leggings <laughs> and this like moisturizer that's a little out of my budget. <laughs> I don't know. Is that horrible? Like, should I not do that? No, I, th- I think that, you know, gift giving is tough. It can be stressful. You can get stuck in your head and then you're, you know, the holidays are creeping up on you and you've got to rush to get something and oh, shipping's going to take too long, et cetera. Like it all happens and it's totally natural. You shouldn't, it's not unique to you, listener, who's possibly feeling stressed about the holidays coming up and lists can help. My approach as a recipient of those lists is I try and choose something off the list that I think they'll they'll really appreciate and then try and do one creative thing outside that, that could, again, be zero budget or very low budget, but just showing that I didn't just do... I think the problem for someone receiving a list is feeling if I buy that thing, I'm just doing the bare minimum. Even though you, right. the list creator, might be feeling like this is what I want, you're doing what I want, it can feel to me as the person giving the gift that all I've done is click two buttons and take my wallet out and I haven't really done much. It hasn't actually shown my appreciation for you. I don't appreciate you $80. I appreciate you infinite dollars. Right. And I want to be able to show that. So I tend to, uh, and we didn't talk about this earlier, no matter list or not, I tend to actually always give two gifts uh, You know, for, for any given moment. One is going to be a meaningful one. And one is going to be kind of just that, a thing that I know they'll like, they'll use, they mentioned, et cetera. Uh, and try and balance it. It's not always that way. Sometimes they, they're the same thing. Sometimes they do more. But I do think there's something to kind of like, oh, if the sentimental thing is small, let's add on something that, you know, is on their list or a gift that is more practical. Uh, but it doesn't re- remove the idea that I thought about this. I care. That's what I'm trying to show. True. Yeah. I mean, I guess like <clears throat> my motivation for giving this 
list to my partner is I don't want them to stress about it. Like I don't want them to have to worry about it. I want to make it easy for them. And I think I am pretty easy to shop for because I do like a lot of stuff. Like I do have a lot of things I like that I'm into. Like Johnny continuously surprises me with Taylor Swift stuff like from her merch store and like different records because that's a pretty easy one for me that I always like. <laughs> but I think I just don't want them to stress out. I know how stressful this time of the year can be for so many people like whether you've been dating for 10 years or 1 month, it can just be really stressful. So, there's a lot of different ways to approach it. And I I absolutely love all of the things that you've said. Just the sentimental factors, like the connections to inside jokes, how to make the unboxing thoughtful like i feel like if you buy like kind of a generic gift like let's just say lululemon leggings you can still make the unboxing interesting you could throw on like a class pass subscription for a month like you can do so many different things to add on to that middle of the road gift absolutely i think that you know the way that i would succinctly think about gift giving is if the person asks for thing x to anyone they could just give them thing x so if they ask for lululemon shorts they can just give them that that thing how do you do something that makes it specific to them so it's only uniquely from you and only uniquely to them and once you've found a way to kind of create that unique connection between the two of you that defines your relationship or represents a relationship not defines then you've given a really special gift so it can be lululemon shorts but why is giving lululemon shorts special between the two of you that's the question to ask uh, and that can, that can guide you in your card writing, can guard you, guide you in your packaging, and it can guide you in the sentimental things that you might add onto the gift on the side just to make it really elevated beyond. Your insight is so valuable. I really appreciate everything you said. This is a lot deeper than I thought it would be. So thank you. Before we wrap up, I do want to run some of these gifts that the community submitted that these were the worst gifts they've ever received i just thought you'd get a kick out of this <laughs> okay so here are some of the worst gifts people have ever received and i do think to your point it it does matter who's on the receiving end because some of these worst gifts could be someone's <laughs> best gift my audience is mostly women so like these are women receiving gifts from their boyfriend so i think you can also kind of get a clue into how clueless some guys are this one's bad and un- for two ways. This person wrote, they got me a heater when I always run hot. So this goes against your rule of not being thoughtful of someone who always runs hot. You run hot. Imagine if someone got you a space yes. heater. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's an L in my book. Um, again, to all the guys out there, uh, just listen to what your girlfriend says, think about who they are and uh, and don't do things that they just fundamentally can't use. Right. And just because most girlfriends run are usually freezing <laughs> does not mean your girlfriend is freezing. Okay, so how about this one? <laughs> they got me a set of used golf clubs because he wanted me to take up golf. Oh, that's rough. If you're giving a gift to try and change your partner, that's going to be a big red flag. You know, I think that we can, even aside from gift giving, recognize that we cannot change our partners. It's not in our power to do so. We have to accept them for who they are. And I think that giving them a gift to try and angle them in a certain direction, you know, nudge them, nudge, nudge, is just not that sly and not going to be effective. Okay. Speaking of not that sly, this person said, they gave me poopery in front of my family. What the hell is poopery? It's that stuff you put on the toilet. Or it's like a spray for it after you go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, 
I mean, I could have assumed it was some product like that, but I've never heard of this before. It's a bougie Febreze, essentially. Got it. Listen, I think there's there's like a there's a 3% chance that you've been dating someone for a long time. The family knows you super well and you have that kind of relationship where you can make that kind of a joke in front of the family alongside a much better gift. Again, little gag gifts can work in the right moments. Do not lean on them too heavily. But generally, no. Stay away from bathroom products entirely, specifically ones, especially ones uh, that have to do with, with uh, using the bathroom, using the toilet. Yeah. Also, like just anything that's going to embarrass them in front of their family. Like, think about these things, especially like, like for sure. You know, last year when I had to go to Christmas without without Johnny, and you know, when I had to like <laughs> do all that. I was definitely aware of like, okay, I'm going to be giving out these gifts to people I've never met um, in front of everyone. You got to think ahead. You can also always give gifts independently and privately. If there's something you want to give them that wouldn't make sense in front of the family, you know, I think that. It's not impossible to give, you know, lingerie, et cetera, but don't have them open that in front of their family. You know, there's a time and place for right. types of gifts and recognizing the audience is an important part of it. Okay, so this person wrote a three dollar thong from ASOS sales selection, not even with a matching bra. <laughs> I really love that addition at the end. Not even with a matching bra. You know, if you're do lingerie or any kind of like get a set. <laughs> I'm with you. And again, it's the budget that really gets me on that one. There's nothing wrong with budget gifts. There really isn't. But if you're going to go budget, don't try and get something that would normally be high end and try and cheapen it, right? Do something that is budget and thoughtful, you know, don't take a high end product and try and reduce its value by finding a cheap version of it. Yeah. Okay. So there are two here that really tie into what we've been talking about. It's like, it's all about the receiver. This person wrote, a slow cooker. I knew it was the beginning of the end after that. See, like a slow cooker in and of itself isn't a bad gift necessarily to someone who likes to cook a lot and is on their cooking journey. Like my ex gave me a beautiful Le Creuset, which is like an amazing gift. I I love that thing, <laughs> you know, yep. but I can imagine yeah, receiving a slow cooker if I don't cook. I got I got an ex stainless steel pans, you know, but that's what she specifically wanted. She talked about having an upgrade to her kitchenware. And I think that it was one of, you know, that was the functional gift. It was also a sentimental one added on. I think a slow cooker is not a terrible gift unless it's something that you haven't shown any interest in or any, any unique, you know, uh, connection to. It's funny because literally on this list, in this one screen of people's submissions, there are four kitchen-related things. Rice cooker, kitchen appliances, wow. and frying pan are all on here. So all the guys out there, just because someone – that that's the, the classic you know male-female divide in the kitchen, not in the kitchen, which is so, so not a thing, especially in today's day and age. Don't get kitchen stuff unless the person specifically shows active interest in higher quality kitchen stuff. It's honestly the equivalent of getting someone a vacuum and basically saying clean more. And that's – Definitely not what you want to do unless you want to be single for a really long time. Okay, this one's this one is interesting because it's like maybe someone listened too closely. I once told a guy I miss playing with Barbies, so he got me some. <laughs> I, you know what? I kind of love that, and I'm a little disappointed that she's not into it. I like. I hope it wasn't the only gift and it wasn't like a full smorgasbord of stuff to fill her apartment. But I think that getting someone a Barbie, if they mention you know missing that and 
and maybe asking their parents, you know, what kind of Barbie did she like? Did she, you know, what was the, like, the look of it, et cetera, try and like recreate that thing. It's actually a wonderful gift and a thoughtful one. So maybe just poorly executed and timing wise. Especially if you got a Barbie that was specific to their job, like all the Barbies have different jobs and stuff. Like, I don't know. I think you could do that, right? My job is beach. <laughs> right. Your job's beach. <laughs> um, okay. Here's one that I'm interested to hear your take on. So this person wrote, they got me a candle bought on Black Friday while we were shopping together. So buying a gift when you're with your person, yay or nay? I would say most of the time, nay, unless it's something you discussed previously. Like again, in that case of stainless steel pans, as an example, going and, pa- and picking them out to make sure it's the thing that they want can make sense. But no, I would not be like, we're doing our shopping for Christmas. Oh, I saw a very generic thing over here. I'm just going to grab it because it's convenient. I think if the gift is convenient and that's its value to you as the gift giver, it's probably not the right gift to give. Yeah. I mean, I love it because I love that we looked at this list after we discussed everything because it really does tie into everything that we were saying. Like everyone, everything on this list is just like inconsiderate or yeah. So it's just inconsiderate really at the end of the day, people yeah. not considering <laughs> the I desires. The for me, it was probably a little, it was probably the one that like, Stood out. It's not really. Being, it's not about inconsiderate. It's just a bad, stupid thing to get for someone. But uh, I think the other ones, with the right person in the right situation, I think they make a lot of sense. Can make a lot of sense. Right. I think it's really like on the giving end. You just gotta be aware. Like a lot. Of, some of these are like bath bombs, but I don't have a bathtub. It's like maybe if you're gonna buy a <laughs> gift, like be aware of what they actually have. That's accessible to them and available to them in their home. There are a bunch of ones in here. It's like a charger to something I didn't own or like incompatible something. It's like, look at the model of the thing they have before you buy accessories for it. You know, you can be sneaky about it. You can or you can just ask them, like, what model computer do you have? And like, look for accessories. I don't know. Totally. I I think that also, you know, as a receiver to all of those submitted bad gifts, I hope that you can also spend a few moments when receiving a gift asking yourself, well, why do I believe my partner, my date, et cetera, got this for me? Because I, I imagine that this, maybe not all of these, certainly not all of these, but some percentage of them where maybe the gift giver didn't have the ability to share why it meant something to them. Maybe they weren't, didn't feel that that openness and, and willingness to, to, to uh, divulge, but it could have meant something and you just maybe didn't read it correctly. Just take a moment as a gift receiver, I know I will, to kind of like internalize why they might have gotten what they, they got and it might help uh, recognize the meaning was there, the intent was there, the execution was off, but what they wanted to do is, is much, much more important. Yeah, 100%. Well, do you have any final thoughts on gift giving for the holidays in relationships you want to share? You know, I think that if I can just describe my way of thinking about it as someone who will be giving gifts this holiday season, I'm going to first look at the list of people I have to get gifts for, uh, think about what makes our relationship special, think about what, what, what unique things have happened since the last time we, you know, gave gifts to one another, maybe it was a year ago or a birthday a few months ago or something, and take those moments, take those events and try to find something that attaches to them, connects to them and makes the story of the gift make much more sense. And I think if you do that, 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 you know, find the people, think of the events and, uh, you know, attach a gift to that, that connection, you kind of can't go wrong. I really don't think you can go wrong. I think you can find things at a reasonable budget. I think you can find high, really high end things if you want to, but, but that mode of thinking will lead you to some, some, some great gifts that, you know, alongside a card can be well-defined, well-described and can be things people really appreciate. 
Yes. I appreciate you for coming on and sharing all this wisdom in this <laughs> stressful time. So thank you. And I definitely am excited to buy you a blowtorch for Hanukkah. <laughs> That's coming for you. This is my gift to you for the holiday season. So don't expect anything from me. This is my thought. I'm going to get you a blowtorch and some poopery. <laughs> Honestly, I, if I, you know, as I'm on this podcast, my, my mind turns and says, okay, what can I do for Talia to help her with her podcast, help her with dating intentionally, et cetera. Like that's something that I think about her as unique to her so that I've been Aww. lucky to be involved with and then I think okay this is a moment for a gift that might make a lot of sense right I'll send you the microphone model that I'm looking for <laughs> I'm kidding <Perfect. laughs> all right thanks Alex is there anywhere that people if they want to connect with you or follow up with you do you, do you want people to come find you or now yeah actually you know what? I think it'd be I think it'd be an interesting exercise uh and, and maybe a little fulfilling if, if people want to message me on on social uh, I'm sure you can share my my Instagram handles Alex E Corin and yeah I'm curious to see what hits my inbox on gift ideas uh, I can't promise responses all the way around but I'll do if there's anything that's really interesting I certainly will get back. Thank you so much. All right, we'll see you next time. I want to thank Alex again for coming on. It was so fun to get into this topic, and I know I learned a lot from talking to him about gift giving, and I hope you did too. Thank you for listening. If you have any thoughts on this episode or any episode you listen to, slide into my DMs on Instagram at dating.intentionally. I'd love it if you share this podcast with someone who's navigating dating and might need a little confidence boost or some tough love. If anything I've talked about has helped you, you can help me by leaving a stunning review on Apple or giving Dating Intentionally five stars on Spotify. I'd really appreciate it. Your reviews help other daters find this podcast. So thank you for paying it forward. And once again, I'm Talia. This has been Dating Intentionally. I'll catch you next time.